0: Did I not tell you I will not leave you nor forsake you? Somebody lift up your voice this morning. Whatever the situation may be, receive answers right now. Receive the grace to come out. The grace to come out. The grace to come out. Somebody receive it. The grace to come out. 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 Receive it in the name of Jesus. And then give him praise for it. Because many times we think our problem is bigger than this God. Your problem is so minute that all God is asking that you will set your eyes upon Him. No wonder David will say, I will look unto the hills for whence cometh my help. But this morning, you are looking more than the hills you're looking within because greater one is in you. I will look within me for whence cometh my help. My help cometh from him that lies within me. The greater one, the one called Jesus. The one that destroyed the works of the enemy. The one that made an open show of the enemy and he rejoiced over it. The one that translated me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Wherein I stand I remain unshakable, immovable that the glory of God may be in everything that I go through somebody give him praise in this house hear me believe me I have notes to teach but what I'm hearing is so different and I'm going to go with what I'm hearing I'm going to make three different calls this morning thank you lord thank you lord you see that today in this house yokes are broken listen you've been coming to world outreach in the last few months you've been hearing the word go back and forth But you live here every time. And it's almost as if the desire to carry this word is not there. There are other things that are pulling you. And it's as if the enemy is lying to you. You have a good home. You have a good job. You are not sick. What may you need God for? There's no need to press so much in anymore because you're comfortable where you are. This morning I want to tell you that is a lie from the pit of hell. You have been made so much more better than that. There is an expectation that God has of you that is greater than that. If you are there that if you are that person this morning, I want you You don't have to lift up your hands. But I want to pray for you. That today marks the end. Of this lack of desire. Of this lack of passion. Of this lack of desire to know God further. I want everyone to lift up your hands as we pray this morning. Father in the name of Jesus. We declare every lie of the enemy that is holding any one of us back from going further in the things of God father this morning together as a congregation we agree and we declare that lord god almighty the power and that lie of the enemy we bring it to naught in the name of jesus we declare we set our brethren free we set them free from the lies of the enemy because if riches could save we could have been saved father lord we declare that in the of Jesus, the lies of riches, the lies of the enemy that it begins to, the scale begin to fall off their eyes in the name of Jesus Father we declare that the word of God begins to quicken their hearts the word of God begins to burn in our hearts in the name of Jesus that Lord the passion for the things of God will begin to overwhelm us Lord in the name of Jesus that Lord from this day and forth that the deceitfulness of riches the comfort that we find in the world will begin to grow dim in our eyes In the name of Jesus. That we as a people. Will be known to be compassionate. We will be known to be a passionate people. Concerning the things of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus. The second set of people. You've been hearing this word. And the desire to do it is there. But for some reason. It begins and it dissipates. I want you to lift up your hands this morning. I want to agree with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, that we will find trust in this union that we have with you. That Lord God, this trust begins to thrust us forward. That Lord, their desire to do will overcome us. That Lord the Holy Spirit of God will begin to find expression in our hearts in the name of Jesus I want you to lift up your voice this morning and begin to pray this morning father I thank you that Lord I begin to receive a new revelation of Jesus I begin to walk in a new dimension of the grace of God I begin to experience this grace in a way that I've never experienced it before in the name of Jesus I want you to lift up your voice this morning Lord I desire this truth I desire the expression of this truth in every aspect of my life in the name of Jesus somebody give him praise and so the last set of people you want to see a manifestation of this word in your life in any aspect that you're trusting God for this moment I want you to just talk to God that my life will be an advertisement of your glory come on talk to him this morning that my life will be an advertisement of your glory in the name of Jesus that my life will be an advertisement of your glory in the name of Jesus somebody give him praise Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him praise. In the name of Jesus. You can be seated for just a few minutes. I just want to do an exhortation this morning and then we're going to pray. There are some specific things that I want us to pray about this morning. Just a brief exhortation. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. This year, your life will advertise the glory of God. This year, you will experience greatness in a way you have never experienced before in the name of Jesus. Everyone around you, they will see the glory of God in such a way that they will say to you, "Come, we want to know this God that you serve." Amen. Okay, I'm going to read from Second Kings chapter six. This was one of the scriptures, Pastor. Use. I'm just going to exhort this morning, and then we're going to go into a time of prayer. Amen. In Second Kings chapter six, from verse eight. It says, Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel, and he consulted with the servant, saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware, you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, Surely... He is in Dothan. Therefore, he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And a servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. They didn't stop there. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike these people, I pray with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. Where am I going with this? Here you are in a scenario here. These guys were between a rock and a hard place. They didn't know where to go from where they were. The servant of came out and all he saw was the challenge around them. And of course, he not understanding who he, he is in God, if I put it in this contemporary terms that we're in, he not understanding who is for him, out of fear said, Alas, master, what shall we do? There are some of us in this house challenges and situations are before us and even though we may not express it in such words it's like god where are you over the last few weeks what we've heard over and over is that god has brought us into a union a place of comfort a place of joint joint being coherent with christ in the things concerning the kingdom. That is what we've been hearing over and over and over. What does that mean for you where you are? How do you understand that where you are? So that when challenges come, You are not faced. The reason why many times we are faced is because we don't understand our union in Christ. Because if we understand our union in Christ, it keeps us grounded. So that no matter what the challenges may be, we can face them. And know for a fact that irrespective of what we face or the challenges that come before us, there is a way out of this challenge. That is what the union with Christ does for a believer. You are so comfortable in what Christ has done. You understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You understand that you are the chosen of the Lord. You understand that you are the beloved of the Lord. You understand that you carry God everywhere you go. So that in any situation you know that God is in that situation with you. Such is the understanding of Elisha. That Elisha turned and said to God, Open his eyes that he may see. And God opened the eyes of the servant that he may see that they that be for him are more than they that be against him. And that then the scriptures in Romans 8 will come through in your life. You are more than conqueror through him that loves you. That you will understand that you are rooted and grounded in Christ, you are not easily moved. This is the understanding of Elisha. That irrespective of what these armies may bring, they may bring the biggest battalions, they may bring the weapons, greatest weaponry. But there is somebody that is greater than any weapon. There is somebody that is greater than the situation I'm in. And the truth is, the reason why many of us don't understand who we are in God and where we are in God, we are blinded by the things that surround us. The enemy has continually posed a lie before us. The same way with Adam and Eve. The enemy told them a lie. These people, these two were born in union with God. They communed with God. But the enemy lied to them. So that they chose the lies of the enemy and they became dependent on themselves. They decided they were independent of God. And so from that independence they started making choices. They make decisions. And you and I can be there if we're not careful. And some of us do that every day. I'm saying to you, the decisions that you make outside of the union with Christ is you saying to God, I do not believe your word. That this situation that is before me is greater than you. And so I make a choice independent of you. And when we do that, when calamities come, we become devastated, and sometimes in those times we say, "If God had been with me," we sound like Gideon. Where be the miracles that our Father told us? And the truth is, you yourself are already a miracle, because the greatest to greater one lives inside of you. Listen, from since from beginning of creation, God's ultimate goal is to come into union with his people. That was the end goal. That was the end goal of God when Christ Jesus came. That you and I will have some sort of understanding of this union that we have with God. Let me give you an example. When I was a newlywed, I think it was like a week or two, I can't remember. My husband may remember this clearly. A friend of his came, and Alex boasted about, I'm married, you know, and all of that. And he told his friend to come see me um, at work. So the friend came over to the place I worked and said, I'm looking for Mrs. Abidakun," And I'm looking at the friend, I said, oh, there's no Mrs. Abidakun here. And the guy said, but my friend said this is where she works. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the guy. And I'm saying there's no Mrs. Abidakun here, and so of course I went home. And my husband, of course, you can imagine the passionate discussion that ensued after I got home. And you know, my friend came to look for you, blah 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 blah, and he said he was looking for Mrs. Abidakun. And right in front of my husband, I'm still telling him, but there was no Mrs. Abidakun there. <laughs> and the guy looking like, is this is has she gone? But tossing, that's my name. I'm going, oh my God. Now, I know it's funny, but I'm telling you, when it comes to our relationship with Christ, that is what it's like for most of us. It may sound like, we may sound like it, but we have not come to an understanding that our name has changed completely. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, old things. I passed away. I was still identifying with Tosin Thomas. I'd forgotten I was Tosin. Abiraku. That's what I'm saying this morning. To the degree that you understand your union with God, to that degree, it shapes your mind. It shapes your thoughts. It shapes the words that come out of your mouth. It shapes your understanding of situations and challenges. Because you begin to speak from a different place completely. Old things are passed away. Listen, I said this to somebody some time ago. When you were before Christ, you are tended to issue the same way as you're in Christ. And somebody said to me, Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Why don't you just try this one under a new name and see the result of the new name? I'm not sure you're understanding what I'm saying. You see, the difference between when we come out of church on Sunday and how we embrace the world, how we leave it out there, is the understanding that comes. And revelation that comes as a result of the help of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So that when we go out of here, there is no divide between how we live and what we hear. We are only coming here to be reinforced. So that when we go out there, the enemy cannot look, can no longer mess with us. That is what I'm talking about. That union, your union with Christ... Is such that you, I mean, are there children here? Oh, okay. There are children that are under 18? There are. Pastor Goodness is under 18. He raised raised his hand. Okay, let me, let, me, let me go a different trajectory with this. Let me say this. In an ideal marriage, ideal marriage, um, you expect that, Doc, before you go buy a house and come to say to Stanko, hey, honey, I just bought a house, there, there, <laughs> there has to be some agreement, you know, that we're going to buy a house, we check it out together and all of that. So there's some sort of co-defendants in this union, is that correct? That's an ideal marriage, is that correct? And out of that comes an understanding that there is nothing I do that my partner is not aware of. Now remember that when Jesus would describe any union in comparison to what he is, he mentioned marriage, is that correct? Now to the degree that you understand that, I want you to now just, in that same mind, imagine that this union with Christ is like a marriage. That I cannot now make independent decisions outside of Jesus. In other words, there are just not some things, Jesus does not need to be a part of it, and there are some things Jesus needs to be a part of it, so that if if I separate them, I have a vague understanding of what union with Christ is all about. Union with Christ is that I am completely dependent on him, understanding what he has given me, understanding the benefits of this union, because you and I did not earn anything to get this benefit, We got the benefits, Become we became co-heirs together with Jesus Christ. And in becoming co-heirs together with Jesus Christ, for me to make a decision, it has to be an understanding that Jesus is making that decision with me. That is what union with Christ is about remember i said adam make a choice independent of god we on a daily basis are confronted with the choice of making decisions after decisions and those decisions can either be dependent on christ or independent of jesus christ the ones that are independent of Jesus Christ are the ones that get us a lot in trouble. But the ones that are dependent on Jesus Christ, irrespective of the challenges you may face in that decision, you are going to come out of God's way. That's why the scripture says to you, all things work together for your good. So I want to submit to you this morning. That irrespective of the situation or challenges that may face you. You are single in this house. You'll be looking unto God for a partner. And there are partners that have come your way. Some dangling before you that you know it's going to be a wrong choice. Listen, Dupe and I have a friend. She was so advanced in age, about her age. And because she was not married... She said, listen, all I just want to do is get pregnant. No, I'm telling you, all I want to do is get pregnant. And the minute she made that decision, she got herself entangled with a guy that was no good for her. The guy pregnated her, ended up marrying her, but five years, six years into the marriage, boom, it was over the same person again got entangled in another relationship the same thing happened but i want to encourage every single in this house this morning the god's way is going to be your right way the god's way is going to be the way that you will end up with peace in your life i'm saying all of this because everything we hear comes down to our daily existence Whatever message we hear, it is how it is applied to our life on a daily basis. It is the decisions that we make on a daily basis that says whether we are dependent on God or we are independent of God. I want to challenge you this morning. You are in a union and you have somebody who is guiding you. Who has promised you he will never leave you nor forsake you. I want you to know that it is not a matter of whether you have a oozy feeling that is there. It is knowing without a shadow of a doubt that it is there. Because God's word is dependable. So that when you step out of here every day and you are faced with decision making, you make decisions dependent on God. God, how do I go about this thing? Lord, this is what is before me. What do you want me to do about this thing? And as God guides you, even when you don't seem to hear what God is saying, continue to trust him. The key is continuing to trust God because you are in a union. You are married to somebody. Somebody owns your life. You have not been born again to be by yourself. In other words, you cannot carry the burden of challenges alone. Let God help you carry your challenges. You have not been made, your body has not been made to carry stress. Let Jesus be the one that carries this for you. That is why you have the Holy Spirit as your comforter. So that irrespective of the challenges that you face. Or the decisions that you have to make. There is somebody with you. I mean you are not like the brother that says. I want to deal with this situation. Let me put Jesus aside so that I can beat you. But if there's anything that I want to leave you with this afternoon before we pray. Remember this when you're making decisions. Is it dependent on God or is it independent of God? Am I making it am I making this decision dependent on the union that I'm in? Or independent of this union that I'm a part of? Whatever it is that it may be, the song said it very succinctly. Trust in him. Set your eyes on Jesus. Make up your mind that you want to know nothing except Jesus in your life. Make up your mind that concerning this life that I have, I did not design it. I did not create it. I don't have the blueprint in my hand. Let me follow the architect of my life. And let him build what he wants to build even from before the foundations of the earth. You are his beloved. You are the chosen of the Lord. You are the love of his life. He gave up everything for your own sake. He did everything that he would do in order to make you as comfortable as possible. That is why he sent you his Holy Spirit. And as students of the word, here is my admonition to you. Keep pressing in. The only time the word word of God instructs us to labor is to labor to press in. Labor to know more of him. Labor to get an understanding. Listen, God cannot be as closer anymore. He is as close as you can get him. He is there in you. It changed address because of you. That is why it says you are more than conqueror. You are able to surmount everything. Because God has left every location he is. And by his spirit is residing in you. But I want you this morning. As you go. That you carry a consciousness of who you are. Everywhere you go. If you can carry that consciousness. Everywhere you go nothing will face you. I'm not telling you your life will be immune of challenges, but I'm saying to you, irrespective of the challenge, the greater one resides within you and you're able to sail through because of him. I learned something about a week ago about sailing. I was told that sailing is dependent on external factors. The factor of the wind therefore it is incumbent upon the sailor to steer accordingly when it comes to staring against the wind or we toward the we toward the wind and that the only way the sailors get good at this thing is that they continue to practice they continue to sail that a sailor that is a 10-year, 20-year veteran is a sailor that is experienced. What am I saying? You yourself are dependent on the Holy Spirit. And the more you depend on the Holy Spirit, the better you get at it. You don't have a hang on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is one that leads you. That is why the Bible says solid meat Belongs to them. Who, by reason of use, have learned to exercise to know the difference between what is good and what is evil. So I'm laying this before you. Every day, get to practice the presence you carry. Learn to depend on the direction of he that is carrying you. And it will make a world of difference to you. I want you to stand to your feet. We're going to pray this morning. The Bible says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forever. For many of us, we know the love of God. We know the grace of the Lord Jesus. But the one thing that we are yet to get a hang on is the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You and I know, when you say you are in fellowship with someone, in other words, you have the same interest as the person. The Bible is now telling you here the interest of the Holy Spirit. The interest of the Holy Spirit is to glorify the Father. And as long as that is your interest, you become a friend of the Holy Spirit. I want you to lift up your voice this morning. And you're going to pray. Holy Spirit. I need your help. I need you to open my eyes to learn to glorify the Father every second of every minute of every hour of every day of the years after years. Because if there's anything the Holy Spirit desires it is to glorify the Father in your life. And I've said this to you all things work together for your good. I want you to pray this morning. Help me, Holy Spirit, in my decision making, awaken my heart that I would know that every decision will be dependent on you, every choice, everything that I choose to do. Will be dependent on you. That the father may be glorified. That's what Jesus said. He said ask anything that you will. So that the father may be glorified in the son. I want you to know. The end desire of God. Is that he be glorified in your life. That is why you have the Holy Spirit. To be able to teach you. How to glorify the father. Pray this morning. Help me to know. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So that when I'm wakened in the morning, I know it. In the daytime, I know it. At the nighttime, I know it. Every minute, I know it. I am not dependent on myself. I am completely dependent on the leading of the Holy Spirit. I want that to be your heart's desire and your prayer this afternoon. Help me, Lord. I recognize that I can't live this life by myself. I can only leave it completely dependent on you. Therefore, Spirit of God, I know I'm understanding daily the love of the Father. I know I'm understanding daily the grace of the Lord Jesus. Open my eyes to know the fellowship with you. That my life may shine forth the glory of the Father. Father, we pray over ourselves as a congregation the word of God declares as many as are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. We declare over this congregation that our homes are led of the spirit. That our businesses are led of the spirit. That on the job we are led of the spirit. In a career path we are led of the spirit. Every decision we make daily we are led of the spirit. We are people that are completely dependent on the Holy Spirit. We do not make our choices independent of the spirit. Our choices are made dependent on the spirit. Holy Spirit of God we pray Today, awaken our hearts in this congregation, awaken our hearts as a family, awaken our hearts, oh God, as a people. That, Lord God, if there's anything, oh God, that is known of us in this place, you, that it is that we are led by the Spirit of God. You, I want to leave you with a scripture. Second Timothy, would you give me that in AMPC? Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 12 to 14. He says, and this is why I'm suffering as I do. Still, I am not ashamed. For I know, perceive, have knowledge of, and I'm acquainted with him whom I have believed, adhered to, and trusted in, and relied on. And I am positively persuaded that he's able to guard and keep that which has been entrusted to me and which I have committed to him until that day. Hold fast and follow the pattern of wholesome and sound teaching which you have learned from me in all the faith and love which are for us in Christ Jesus. Guard and keep with the greatest care the precious and excellently adapted truth which has been entrusted to you and by the help of the Holy Spirit, who makes his home in us. That is the word of God for you. Do not be anxious for anything, but dependent on the Holy Spirit. And your joy, is joy will become your strength in all you do. God bless you all. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Praise God. Take your seats.